TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Thanks for listening to Danny and Dusty On Demand, a Service Patriots podcast. Is your heater safe? Why replace it when Service Patriots can restore it? Get their $59, 27-point furnace tune-up and safety check, including a free one-inch filter. They'll also check your AC for free. Go to servicepatriots.com. This is Danny and Dusty. It's not your problem, Doc. You don't have to mix up in this. That is a hell of a thing for you to say to me. With Danny Meringue and Dusty, the fan man Hera. Go ahead. Go ahead, skin it. Skin that smoke wagon and see what happens. Danny and Dusty on the Odyssey app and 1080. I'm your Huckleberry. The Fan. All right, hour number two, Danny and Dusty with you. I hope uh, everybody that's watching on YouTube.com slash 1080 AM The Fan. Mm-hmm. Look, it's a lot easier if you just do this. Uh, you tweeted it out at Danny Moraine. I did. I retweeted it at Dusty underscore Hera. Click the link. Click on the link right mm-hmm. there. Just click on that link, and you could just watch us all. Mm. And you can save it on your browser. You could just pop it on up at, at up work your, or in your, in your car or wherever you're at, and you can see our beautiful faces and even the texters that are complaining that I'm wearing my Astros pullover. This uh, isn't the first time, guys. Suck it. Um, that is something that you can see. You can hate watch my Houston Astros mm-hmm. uh, pullover that my father got me your, for Christmas. Your Houston Astros that are down 0-2. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, hey, I'll take a down 0-2, then not a playing. I I know. Mm -hmm. You know? I was waiting for it. Yeah. It's okay. It's okay. Still going to say it. I can still throw dirt on you from the bottom of this hole. (laughs) At least you're in the playoffs, man. I'm down here yelling up at you. (laughs) 0-2 is better than sitting at home watching it. Is it? Yeah. I would, yeah. I think it really sucks for the Mariner fans out there to see this ALCS because... You were in, in how were close in this group. it was at the end of the regular season, and these are the two teams standing in the AL, and you're sitting there going, "We had a chance." Not just this we year had either, our chance. but it's like every time the Mariners get good, when Griffey came back and they had that 88 win season, you know, they got close yeah. to the playoffs when they did play Ooh, two 88 wins. That's 54 percent of the regular season that love, they won. Jordan, love to hear it. Yeah, love love to hear Depoto's plan working. But but the point is that any time they get good. All the rest of the uh, the uh, division gets really good, so it's frustrating to see. As soon as the Mariners are up there, ah, uh, look at the Rangers; they're ahead of schedule, and Houston's still good. So I- I've been dealing with this for a decade. It They'll sucks. get back. It'll be okay. It'll be okay. All right. Um, Speaking of getting back, NBA mm, Blazers back. wrapped up the preseason. How do you feel of. about that? 
Well, um, there's nine days between the end of the preseason and the regular season. It, it, that is such a long time. It's man. an obscene amount of time, and, and I'll tell you the. But and it's like the 90 to- days until people actually care about the wow. NBA's regular season. People care. They don't forget. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm stoked uh, about that tourney, baby. Mm, In-season in tournament. Hey, that, it, does, it starts pretty quick. It does. But, yeah, no, it is a little bit weird. People in the organization are, are not exactly thrilled about it because it's kind of like, well, why have a preseason if you're going to ramp down for essentially two weeks? Yeah. It's, it's a little bit weird. I think the Blazers are going to end up having basically like a training camp again. I, I think that's what they're going to do. As they it? should, just do it. Up here instead of down yeah. in Santa Barbara. Really dig into stuff because Chauncey Billups and the couple times that I've been able to talk to him pregame, he's hammering home fundamentals. And through the you know they played four games, three of them against NBA competition, one against the first game against the NBL's uh, New Zealand Breakers, yeah, which the young guys unsurprisingly looked better in. Of course, you're up against lesser competition. They're peers, <laughs> yes, uh, and a lot of those guys are younger, but there are some grown men on that team too. Yeah. Tom Abercrombie, I think he's like 30. So yeah. um, Bob Fitch. This is this is there's a lot of that, but also very very strong. Uh, uh, My Abercrombie and Fitch show. Yeah, I, I know where you're going, okay. but there's some very strong names on there as well. Yeah. So, um, but I think what you saw is that the first unit, mm. Scoot, Ant, Tease, Jeremy, Da. Is a functional unit. It's a functional unit that offensively has some real potency to it. You've got Da who can is a, a better finisher than Nurk. He's working on the pick and roll stuff as far as being a creator. He throws the ball through the hoop with his hand. Yes, that is dunk. super useful. Jeremy like Grant it. is a twenty point a game scorer on above average efficiency. Mm-hmm. We've already seen Ant go nuclear in a game where he hit eighteen points in eight minutes, finished with twenty nine on eight shots. Like, he was he was incredible as far as his, his shooting ability and his ability to bend defenses. We've already seen the Suns and the Jazz throw two at him to try to get the ball out of his hands in the preseason. That the scouting report coming into this season is get the ball out of his hands. Well and this is the this is the problem that the Blazers have is like they don't have any other knockdown shooters no. outside of Ant. It, well, you, you've got Jeremy as a catch and shoot guy. Mm-hmm. As far as a guy, as a scouting report, like if you go into a, a opposing locker room scouting report, it's going to be ant, 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 ant. Then Jeremy is a shooter. Then Da is a roller. And that's the, all they're worried about right and now. And this is like they have the complete opposite issue that they had last year, where they had prior, all the shooting, where you have all the shooters and you don't have the athletes. The athletes. Now yeah. they got the athletes. They got the slashers. Mm-hmm. They need the shooters to balance everything out mm-hmm. and keep a team honest. And like that's the balance that you're looking for. Their defensive issues are still going to be present, but not the same either. Yeah, like it's, it's, it's going to be, be a completely it's be making mistakes because they're young. That's right, and it's so the defense won't be good, mm-hmm. but it's going to be for different reasons. It's because they're learning, and there's going to be a growth arc with this team that it's not that tracking there. wins yeah. and losses. It is all right. Is this going to change as the season goes on? And I don't know how long that will take. And I, I, honestly, that will be the the decider on Chauncey Billups, right? Mm-hmm. Is the development if process. it happens yep. and how it looks when it happens. But what we've seen through the preseason, what we saw actually what we saw through the preseason mm-hmm. is that you can see the pieces, you can see the athleticism, and you can see that over under win total and why it's where it's at. <laughs> yes. Any any ideas of forty one wins? They left with those three games against NBA teams that yeah. we saw in the preseason. Uh, Danny, I know you're the expert on this, and I apologize if you've addressed and it. We in never the last... had that conversation between you and I. 
41. That was some fans. Yeah, no, 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 Sorry. We, we didn't you see that. Yeah. No, over, hey, make some money. Let's get that win total correct. Let's go. No, Danny, I know you've uh, probably addressed this in the last couple of weeks, so I apologize, but Shaden Sharp, you talk about the development of the team, and, and I've bought in, okay, we got to get the young guys time. Why isn't Shaden then starting? I feel like he would be that good shooter in that starting five to kind of help balance what you're talking about, and, and I feel like for his development and for the team's development, I understand they may not have a position for him in the starting five, but I do feel like it's important for him to be starting as much as possible at this it's, point it's, in his career. It's that part. They don't have a spot for him. Okay. And you, you, you're already kind of shoehorning Ant and Shaden out there together. And the reason you're doing that is because Ant is the best player they have. Yeah. And for all of the people out there saying, Scoot, Shaden, no. Ant is, the, Ant is the best player they have on that floor. That's yeah. fair. And teams fear him. That's that's not that's not my opinion. Teams are afraid of him. You can you can judge by by teams' actions. When they send two at a guy to get the ball out of their hands at thirty feet, they're afraid of him offensively. I mean, does it matter that the Blazers have a guy that's feared when they're going to be a thirty-win team though? Yes, because it makes it it makes it easier on everybody else. Right. Because otherwise, you're going to watch Scoot and Shaden just bash their head into the wall. They're going to go under. You're going to see this for the first two months of the season. That's kind of what we're going to get to right here. Scoot Henderson shot two of 16 on off-the-dribble shots in the preseason. And I showed Dusty this morning all 16 of them. They're not good. Mm. And to be an elite player in the NBA, unless you were Giannis, Jokic, Embiid, what, seven-foot just behemoth who can just dictate with your size and strength, you have to be able to hit shots off the dribble. And I'm not saying Scoot can't do it. I'm just saying right now he can't. His catch-and-shoot? He's uh, five of eleven on catch and shoot shots, and his base looks completely like his shot looks completely mm-hmm. different from the lower half. Yep. like in in everything that he does in that, and that's going to be the development that people that's are that arc for, right there right? is like people are saying, hey, he can out. shoot. It's like, well, he's got a lot of, that he needs to do in yes. a lot of different ways, and he's figuring out the turnovers. Yeah, that's that's he's he had a six turnover game, he had a four turnover game. He's he's figuring out what he can and can't do in the NBA. And that's a part of this process. And that's why you want Anthony Simons out there, is that it makes those windows a yep. step wider. Because if they don't have to worry about guys, they'll just start packing that paint entirely. They'll go under every single screen. And, it's, and that's the thing. Is if you look at Shaden, I actually want him to play with that second unit because he can play with Malcolm Brogdon, who's going to afford him the same kind of opportunities that Anthony Simons does scoot. And he's going to have a professional point guard who sets the floor for him, who's a 40% three-point shooter, who can who can dictate and bend in off, or a defense and allow Shaden Sharp to have second-side actions, to have the ability to attack with more space. And I think that's the best way to kind of go about this going forward. But coming out of the preseason, lots of fun storylines, but one of, the, one of them that will not be there will be them toying with a, a play-in tournament. That's just not that's not the, in the cards right now. <laughs> it is what it is. All right. Uh, well, there's Blazers preseason. Uh, coming up a little bit later, we will dip back into the NBA because the head-scratcher yeah. from one NBA team. But uh, next, we haven't talked about the Seahawks yet. We haven't talked about the Seahawks and what happened in Cincinnati. That was... Drunk. Drunk is the well, word you're looking for. Uh, no. Frustrating. <laughs> I'm not a Seahawks fan. Frustratingly drunk? And I was watching that going, But why? What are we doing? Mm -hmm. What are we doing? A lot of that. Danny Dusty on the fan. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. clock at four. Donchich. 
The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. It's over here. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allow 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Danny and Dusty on the fan. The Seattle Seahawks fell in Cincinnati over the weekend to the Bengals. Um, I'm not happy about it. They lost by four. I had it at uh, was it two and a half or three and a half? Can't remember what I what I had that line at. But anyways, didn't cover two and a half. Two and a half. Seahawks Great. Plus two and a half. Cool. Awesome. Loved it. Um, they lose seventeen to thirteen in a game that was very winnable and very frustrating as the way that that whole game played out. Because if you watched that game start to finish in in especially in that second half. The most frustrating part was that the defenses on both of those teams played really well. But Seahawks' defense was out of their gourd. They played really stinking mm-hmm. well um, down the stretch. The defense forces four punts, an interception, only allows a field goal in that second half. Meanwhile, the Seahawks' offense sputtering out Anemic. doesn't even begin to say what the frustration level is because when you get four trips inside the 20-yard line, when you get three of those four trips inside the 10-yard mm-hmm. line and you only have a field goal to show for it, like that is so like that is just a gut punch in a half. Well, who do you who do you like, this is the blame game. Who do you assign more blame to in the, in this scenario? The offensive coordinator for the Seahawks. Yeah. Geno Smith or the Bengals defense for absolutely mm-hmm. destroying the Seahawks in the backfield. No, I think that it is it's Gino it's Gino and just ex- execution. I don't want to even say the offensive coordinator. I I want to say just like Gino and then execution. Because and that's like a collective offensively. Because you do enough to march down the field, you do enough to get inside the the 20 yard line. Mm-hmm. You're in the red area. Those those are points, man. Those are points on the board, and it's not like you were going for it and you know leaving points on the board because Cincinnati makes a play on the goal yeah. line, right? You had a turnover. You you throw an interception. Mm-hmm. That is brutal. Then you get sacked, what, three times? Yeah, and to only get three points out of it, 
Look, that's a collective, man. In, in placing blame, like uh, we we do always want to point the finger, but sure, it is one hundred percent a collective. Like when you're getting sacked, when you're throwing picks, when you're just stalling out. Like, yeah, the defense makes plays and gives Cincinnati a ton of credit. Trey Hendrickson was living in that backfield and in that final. Quarter. He looked like Trey Hendrickson again. Mm-hmm. And that that Cincy defense looked looked the part. A looked, week after their offense yeah. woke up, now it looked like their defense is waking up. They look like the Cincinnati defense that we saw last. But year. the fact of the matter is, you're getting down there, and you got to get points out of those situations. And it, this is college football and the NFL are so different in that, like every single possession is so damn important, mm-hmm. especially with the way that your defense played. When your defense is forcing punts left and right, I mean that is. That is just crippling to momentum in football. Momentum is a real thing, despite what Mario Cristobal wants to tell Mm -hmm. people time and time again. Momentum is very real. And in high school football, college football, momentum is swings in the crowd, swings in, you know, the the swings are so heavy, and the pendulum can rock back and forth. In the NFL, momentum is finite, and it is such a small thing. But when you get inside the 20 and it's it, those are your point areas and you don't capitalize on them. Zero points in the red zone is just, that's wild in the NFL. That is where, you know, the Brandon Staley's take so much heat is mm-hmm. like, hey, brother, you are in a situation where if you're going for it on fourth down inside your own 30, mm-hmm. like, and you don't get it, like now you, you're handing you're that handing is, points over. You're giving momentum in a, yeah. in in a level of play that doesn't. Momentum is such a, a such a fine line, and it's so hard to grasp. Right. Same thing when you go for it inside the ten yard line and you don't get it right. But when you throw interceptions, when your drives stall out, when you're not able to capitalize on those red zone opportunities, man, in the way your defense is playing, in slowing down Joe Burrow, in locking up. You know, a guy who literally is wearing a 7-Eleven chain around his neck in Jamar Chase because he's always open. Mm. Like They did enough to win that game. And you've got to be able to come out with points in those situations. And that that was frustrating to watch. It was just like slam your head against the wall frustrating. So I was flipping around. I, I believe that was when I flipped over to the Bears game. Yeah. Because I, I, I'm, I'm a masochist. Mm. And I saw the Seahawks and I'm like, oh, they're going to get some points here. And then I flipped back over. The Bengals have the ball. And I was like, what the hell is going on here? Whatever. And I flipped back over to the Bears game. Three minutes later, I flipped back over to the Bengals and Seahawks game. The Seahawks have the ball in the red zone again. I go, what the hell is happening here? And I remember I kept it on there, and I see Hendrickson get the sack. I see Wilson get the sack. And then, then they had another one with Geno just got rid of the ball. And I'm just sitting there going, that explains the score of this game. And, like, taking a sack on fourth down is the most frustrating thing a coordinator can, go, <gasps> can have. But that's like why I say it's the collective is that it's Geno and it's the O line, right? That's fair. And also on that that last fourth down where you have DK, you're trying to get the ball to DK Metcalf. Mm-hmm. Look, DK was melting down in that game. Mm-hmm. Like DK Metcalf was legitimate melting down. Like when you get put in the blender like that between the years. That is a horrible look for mm-hmm. for your offense when he is that frustrated, and and that is a frustrating, frustrating game to be in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, missing going for it on fourth down twice. I understand why you go for it. By the way, like sure. no need four points. You yeah, get no, a hundred percent. But 
not. You don't know you're going to get that ball back right away. Like, you, you go for it there in the in Hell the NFL yeah. right there. You go for it. That, I don't but think that's that's question. where it's crippling. Yeah, and your defense still gave you the ball back. One, gave you another one, chance. another chance yeah. to do it. Man, that that probably makes that worse. Sorry, sorry out there to all well, the uh, Ducks slash Seahawks fans. Rough it, weekend. Uh, 49ers too, because yeah. if you're a 49er Duck fan, you lost on on a Last field goal, goal, field goal, yeah. in back to back days. And were they both 41 yards? Uh, they were, yeah, 41 they, they were yarders. Both 41 yards. Oof. Yeah, and I believe like Oof. if you're watching on TV, they both looked like they were good. Right to left. Yeah, and it was in your left end zone. That sucks. Oof. All right, coming That's up sucks. next, it's our sorry, dirt. <laughs> R.I.P. Right, dead. Dirt's dead? He's dead. Dirt is dead. I saw him this morning. He was zombied. All right. If you're watching on YouTube right now, I am zoomed in Whoa! on my eye. Like extreme zoom in. And I don't know who's doing that. Yeah, I don't control that. I'm glad that you is... got that look in my eye. Oh, that you know what that me. is? That's me on the table. Oh, when you're it, hitting when, the table? When I, when I shake the table, it causes a zoom. So, Danny looks like he is like in a power stance. Like he's doing like. I mean, this, I am. This. This poor table doesn't know what's coming right now. I am, I am in the power <laughs> Goodness gracious. Coming up next, the wonderful yell at you. Jeff Teague gives us yet another story. This is so good. It's so great. It, Jeff Teague, keep doing what you're doing. But first, here's Jordan with Sports and Update. It's time for today's worst day on the web. With Danny and Dusty on Odyssey and 1080 The Fan. Well, that sucks. Whether you are in college sports or the military, I would say from my own experience, and I think you have some of these stories yourself, there are things that you do that are so dumb that inevitably if you were anywhere else on the planet, you would probably end up, if not in jail, in very serious trouble. Uh, or if you were in a job, you would be fired kind of situation. Yeah. Um, but if you're if you're in the the world of collegiate athletics or in the military where you are allowed to be dumb yep. and learn from it, it happens. What doesn't happen often is those stories getting out. Yeah. Jeff Teague uh, has his own podcast, Jeff Teague, the Jeff Teague show, and he went on to talk about the time he almost got thrown off the Wake Forest basketball team. Whoa. I almost got kicked out of Wake Forest. <laughs> My sophomore year at Wake Forest, they told me about LimeWire. I was downloading thousands of music. Got thirsty. Everybody like, you seen Kim Dardash's sex tape? I'm like, nah. I'm trying to act like I don't watch stuff like that. I'm like, yeah, I'm like, I got to go find this. I go type it in. It's downloading for like five days. I get a knock at my door. Boom, 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 boom. You know, it's the police. I'm like, oh. My coach sitting there like, damn. <laughs> so I take my laptop with me. They take me to this office and was like, you know you downloaded over $5 million worth of music. Like, damn. they like, you owe $5 million. I was like, I ain't got no money. What the I took my laptop, so I couldn't have my laptop the rest of the year. You know, I was like, what triggered you to see this? Uh, Kim Kardashian sex tape. <laughs> Shout Kardashian out LimeWire. I don't, like, I don't blame him. Were you a LimeWire guy? Uh yeah I was yeah. I think so yeah yeah, yeah that's a, yeah yeah I, I yeah, stayed away green, from green I, little dot yeah yeah I, was I, I, stayed, I stayed away from Napster I was LimeWire I LimeWired hard yeah, yeah. No, I I had about three thousand songs give or take yeah I probably had more yeah I, yeah I downloaded songs stand up comedy bits that's how I discovered Robin Williams was <laughs> LimeWire really wow. I, yeah I downloaded like two wow. of his full sets and, and do not see Mrs Downfire I mean, I, okay. Hello. Okay, I, 
I loved Mrs. Doubtfire. Let me rephrase that. I discovered his stand-up. I loved Robin Williams, yeah. but I did not That's know because I was a kid. He was a stand-up. I, I almost used exclusively for, for music, and I always had to make sure I would play a download halfway through to make sure it wasn't because they would put the fake ones in there. Yeah, the re- that was how the record companies did it. They just loaded the fakes. The seed out there so that you you wouldn't get the real ones. They didn't know how much time I had on my hands. Exactly. Are you kidding me? I canceled the download and fire up a new one. It wouldn't take me yeah, that long. Just download off of Bucks servers. There you go. I went beyond LimeWire. I did like torrents. Oh yeah. Into like late high school, early college. No torrents. I mean, still they're still a thing. <laughs> you can get caught doing that stuff. Though. Yes. I don't know what that means. Just think bigger package. Same as LimeWire, essentially. Whoa. Mm-hmm. And it's peer-to-peer sharing, which is what LimeWire was. Yeah. So you're downloading it from other people's computers. That's uh-huh. essentially what torrenting is. Yeah. Same thing. Oh, okay. But yeah, Jeff Teague, um, like many an athlete, nearly yeah. thrown off his team for something very stupid involving women. Yeah, in that, like the whole playing it coy, like, oh yeah, I don't watch it. The Kim Kardashian one was There is not that... a dude our age that wasn't like... No, everybody's, everybody saw that. Let's go take a look. Every Everybody's... I mean... That's why they're billionaires now. It's yeah, it's it was uh, it was Kim Kardashian who was one of the sexiest women on the face of the planet, and every dude yeah. went don't, okay. Don't mind if I do. All right. And meanwhile, Ray J not nearly as popular. Hey, anymore. those glasses are making money though. And not even those he glasses. He makes glasses. Yeah. He, he makes headphones, but he still gets a royalty check at least as of a couple of years ago from this tape. I s you not. He is still pulling money in from those deals You're he signed me. years ago. No. Well, good for him. I mean. Good for him. They, they play on those sites. Yeah, I can't they believe, like, like at Wake Forest, they're going to kick Jeff Teague off, though. It, it, like, his defense should have been, well, you should see literally anybody else on this what's, campus what's right now. What's funny is, is he kept his download going for five days, and that's how they caught him. Because they're looking at the bandwidth being sucked into one dorm room, and they're going, ah, let's go take a look here. Because for the cops to show up, because, again, so Teague's at Wake Forest. Oh, jeez. Let's, let's, let's see what. What years it's a while ago. were we talking about? Like, I remember my roommate, uh, my first roommate, my freshman year, Brada Drew. Um, he was from Hawaii, and he would download. Like, 07, 08. When I would be at practice or at class, he would just download. Everything? Nonstop. Movies, music, whatever. I mean, and it was all reggae. It was I had more slightly stupid on my computer than any other person should ever have. Nice. And I'd come back from class and I'd be like, "Brother Drew, like, what are you? What are we doing here? Like, what's going on with this?" And he'd be like, "Oh, brah, you gotta listen to this, brah." And I was just every single day. And so I ended up uh, finding a new roommate, and because <laughs> brother Drew really. It got aggressive with how, how much, and that wasn't the only, only reason why, but you can get the good idea there. So I had a ton of reggae on there, and I'm surprised because the five days of downloading something, I think Brother Drew had, so like he was downloading full concerts that people were like recording oh, sure. in on there. I'm surprised we didn't get flagged by somebody at some point. Maybe I was just, uh, like, 2003 was too soon to be caught up in all of that. I think that we just didn't have a, an accurate way to measure that yet. That's that's probably what it was. Yeah, true. 07, years was, yeah, 07, years was big time. They so got it. He's probably got cable internet in yeah. the in the dorm. Yeah. The, the early cable. We're not doing that 56K anymore. 
Yeah. Remember, remember the days of early LimeWire? It would take like three hours to download a, oh, a yeah. three meg song. Yeah. Well, not just the. What kind of internet are you on? You're on a, the the campus internet. They're obviously monitoring the hell out of that. If well, I tried, I mean, then I mean, when we were. Nah. Not really. No, I was. Uh, maybe I'm giving security too much credit back then. Yeah, back I, I feel then like sure. even like in Odyssey's building 10, 15 years ago, if I tried to do something, uh, look it up, and it wasn't good, then I'd be hearing about it. I kid you not. I There's a commercial on right now. Mrs. Pat is a courtroom, and it's like the people's court, but they mm -hmm. have celebrities as the jury. Ray J was just on the jury. We were just talking about, like, look, that's man, he's the always first the time guys. that I have seen his face since. That video, <laughs> and, and it was. Did he have the glasses on? <laughs> and it was rocking his Raycon. Moments after I just said, "What has he been up to?" Also, Apparently, you're lying. You know, I know bad. you're lying what? because you never looked at his face. Yeah, no, I didn't do that. <laughs> but I saw one time. I saw one time. Zero percent chance anybody. If I put Ray J in a lineup, anybody yeah. would know. Yeah. Now, if I put him next to Kim Kardashian, you'd be like. Oh, or you look at his butt. Like I think I recognize that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Sorry, that, that's what we saw. What is it, ladies' man with a smiley face tattoo on the butt? Ooh, with a lady. I know that butt. Tim Meadows is vastly under. He opened for Sandler just the other night here. Oh, really? Yeah. I didn't know Adam just, Sandler was here. He Adam uh, Sandler was here the fourteenth. Was that wow. two days ago? Three days ago? Yeah. Damn. It was, it was at Moral Coliseum. Dude, had, weird, had Tim Meadows up for him. I had a weird moment with Tim Meadows. He walked out of a studio I was working at one time, and it took me like five seconds to recognize who he was. And I'm like, he seems like he'd be a cool guy. Yeah, I he was a little he weirded out. I, but feel like, I, I feel like it's a good hang. Probably yeah, a good hang. I, I bet. I if, bet. If you approach him normally, with a, with a with a glass of Cavatier. Ooh, it's a lady. Mm. Or or an El Nino margarita from he, from the office. He was fantastic in Mean Girls as the principal. Oh in, yeah, absolutely. In Mean Girls. Which is a movie that it's okay to say. Yes. I enjoy the movie Mean Girls. Look, there hasn't been a Tim Meadows cameo appearance that I was, wasn't like, this was made better by yeah. Tim Meadows. Yeah, Tim Meadows is great. 100%. Yeah. All right, well, I can tell you what's something that doesn't make things better. Kevin Porter Jr. We'll get to that trade right. and more and how stupid that is and end up looking. Danny and Dusty, Tenny the Fan. This is Danny and Dusty on the Odyssey app and Portland's sports leader, 1080, The Fan. There's some things bigger than sports. And in this case, this is one of them. Kevin Porter Jr. is um, being or has been traded by the Houston Rockets to Oklahoma City Thunder. That is not the story here. Kevin Porter Jr. was arrested for an alleged attack on his girlfriend, uh, Kirsa Gonjacek, a former WNBA player. Uh, and it's, it's not good. Uh, the attack left her with a fractured neck vertebra and a deep cut above her eye. Um, there's, there's a, a lot to be said here around Kevin Porter Jr. He's a troubled young man who is, um, basically violated and broken every level of trust with every coach he's ever had. Sounds kind of scumbag. Yeah. Um, even in the NBA, there are, there are good and bad people like there are everywhere. And there are some very, very, very good people. And there are very good people that have worked with him that he has completely destroyed i know that this was a big issue when because he's a he's a northwest guy yes he's it was rainier beach yes incredibly talented 
basketball player. And there were a lot of, I remember, like, UW fans were very upset that he, he wasn't getting recruited as highly and as aggressively as they thought he should have been. Um, and when he went to USC, mm-hmm. it was like, oh, big hit. Oh, he came with a In lot of baggage. In the recruiting circles, there's, like, this dirty little secret where a school will never badmouth a kid. Because, you one, you get no. nothing out of badmouthing no. a kid, right? Because you never know how it's going to well, turn the- out. Cam Whitmore got bad mouth in the recruiting process, or in the, uh, I should say, the draft process. We'll see how that turns out. But, yeah, but the draft process and the recruiting process are different different in that, like, there's maybe a reason why a school stays away from a guy, right? Or doesn't. Like, there's things that you just don't know. And you never bad mouth the kid because, one, you're going to have to recruit somebody from that high school or area, likely again, Mm -hmm. which is a big one. Don't want to burn those bridges. two, there's also this idea that, Sometimes the best thing is for a guy, a kid to get out of the area that he grew up in. Yes. And getting out of that area can separate you just long enough from some of the influences the that on. could be bad or, or hangers on. Like, mm-hmm. you know, there are there's a lot of folks that believe that like a, a guy like Colt Lyra would have been better for him to leave. Getting the state literally Oregon, out right? anywhere else out. Yeah. yeah but. You know that the the hindsight and where that young man wanted to go that is that's always their decision and his decision. But as far as like the recruitment process goes, like when you have a guy who leaves the area, it, sometimes it's not always just like they whiffed in the recruit on the recruiting trail. Yeah, sometimes it is like a hey, you know, look, oh no, he's gone. Maybe oh. maybe it is for the best that a guy doesn't end up at our school. You know, and as you kind of follow some people's careers that may make a little bit more sense, yes. right? And with Kevin Porter Jr., he's burned essentially every bridge he's had in the NBA. Yeah. And now... And uh, it, it wasn't great at USC either. No, no. He came there with baggage. I heard plenty of stuff behind the scenes where I just kind of rolled my eyes like, we're really going to do this, huh? Okay. Yep. Well, now this is like, this isn't just like baggage that you can write off or no. you can... This you, is domestic violence. You can sit there and you can internalize and, and say, ah, we'll talk our way through this. No, no, no. This is very real. Yes. And so when you have this situation and the Houston Rockets have wanted out on him and now they have all the reason in the world to get out on uh, of underneath him mm-hmm. even more. I don't really I like I don't care that the Rockets got rid of him. In this, it feels much more dirty that the Oklahoma City Thunder were willing to take him on. As a means to get more assets. And then pay him $17 million to go away. To go away. Mm-hmm. Like, that is the dirty part, and that's yes. a part that doesn't sit well. It's not that the Rockets drafted him or they kept him on their roster to this point. you know, Or it, they gave him a second chance after Cleveland or you know, like a, or a third chance after Cleveland. It's... It's the, the the transaction that the somebody is standing to benefit yeah. off the back of a domestic abuser. And now one thing that it did give them is a butt ton of picks. Yes. Over the next seven years, they have 15 first round picks and 22 second round picks in the next seven NBA drafts. Which they because won't be they able to picked use. up uh, second round picks from Minnesota and Houston as part of this deal. Because in order to take on a guy like Kevin Porter Jr., you have to. Uh, pony up a little bit something because they're going to use the second salary. round picks and Victor Oladipo. I think yes. is going to to use uh, Victor, Lodi- Victor Oladipo, Jeremiah Robinson Earl. Uh, so you're getting a, like Jeremiah Robinson Earl is like a viable NBA player. Yeah, Victor Oladipo unfortunately is injury riddled, and that's that's basically like the the tax write off. Yep. So what the Thunder are going to do here? Matches. They're they're going to eat the 17 million dollars, and then the rest of his contract is non guaranteed. <sighs> 
So they have 1.9 million, I believe. That's a roster bonus next year, which he won't see. So they basically they're going to write the check and then release him, and he's going to be gone, and they're going to get some draft picks. How is it? How, like, at what point do the Thunder not have to pay him any of that at all, based on the legal process and how this plays? It out? It depends on because that would be even is, more dirty if they cut him the 17 million dollar check when they could. In another world, just sit here and be like, we're going to wait till the legal process plays out. He's not going to get a dime from us because he's on, you know, the NFL has the commissioner's exempt list, right? Where if something happens, yes. you put a guy on the list, he doesn't get paid. He just sits there and he's he's off to the side mm -hmm. and he's not done with the league. They'll just let the legal process play out. Does the NBA have anything like that where they can stash a guy and he doesn't get paid? He's not part of the league, but they will let due process work itself out. The only place that they currently have that for is for um, substance abuse. And that seems like something every league should have. Yes. Uh, players unions, obviously for, for very specific reasons, don't want to see that because they don't want to, it to ever be used. But it's also like a protection uh, for, for the, the league, league and uh, the players yeah, union to I'm, be like, hey, guess what? But the players union guy, is about the players always and getting money. But That's it's like what they your do. guy, like say that this comes out that it's a Trevor Bauer situation, mm -hmm. right? Let's where, say where it turns out probably didn't do anything. Yeah. Like what if that situation does play out here and like – I and I don't know. I don't know what where they're at with that legal process. Where where are they in all of this? With uh, Kevin Porter there is a there's a court date pending. Uh, he faces charges of second de second degree strangulation and third degree assault. All right. Now look, if that like this is why it would be a protection to the players. Mm -hmm. Well, there's there's protections in Kevin Porter Jr.'s contract. But the big protection right now is that the PA. Looks like they're sitting there being like, hey, you get $17 million, well, that's the thing scumbag. Is, Porter signed a four-year contract extension worth as much as $82.5 million last season. However, this is per Adrian Wojnarowski, however, is only partially guaranteed because of Porter's history of off-court issues. Ugh. Without seeing the contract, I can't tell you yeah. where and when they start and stop. Man. Well, but, this is... But uh, the, 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 the gross thing about this is, is Sam Presti taking advantage of the situation. Yeah. I, I had heard... Uh, discussions around Malcolm Brogdon as part of an additional move where the Rockets were very interested in Malcolm Brogdon after the Blazers traded for him. And I heard behind the scenes that the Rockets were talking about Kevin Porter Jr. And I was just like, for the love of God, mm -mm. do not do this. It is it, just a bad look. This, no. I... I I wish Sam Presti would not have done this. I wish this would have been a bed that the Rockets had made and had to stay in. I wonder how many fans can justify and be like, no, it's a good business move I mean, on our team. If you part. take because everything I, I else away, a lot it of is. The, I think a lot of the fan base is going to be okay with that, but you're also cutting the $17 million check to this dude. Do you want to be the one that's paying him? No. no, Hell no. And that's the thing. It's like, uh, I don't know. It just, it, yeah. it, it, just, it just feels dirty. Because it is. I mean, so... You know, so that's where we stand with that right now, and uh, they are waving him immediately. So whether or not that impacts how his his, his money is going to be affected, uh, we'll see as the the court case carries on. Uh, I'm sure there's probably some some outs and some loopholes in there uh, if if found guilty or or no contest hmm. things of that nature. All right, coming up. It is 2 o'clock, which means time for three up, three down. Hey-oh! Hey three things we like, three things we don't. Coming in out of the NFL Weekend, Danny and Dusty, Teddy and the Fan. 
TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. It's better over here. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allowed 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device. Credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 